Hello, and welcome to the Conrad Life Report for Monday, June 27th, 2022. It is um, a cloudy, somewhat rainy, extremely uh, humid, what do you call it, high moisture, high dew point day here in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. Uh, my friend Jeremy just sent me a link about how high the dew point is today, and it it's one of those days where you step outside and you're immediately sweaty and uncomfortable. Um, and it's not because it's hot. It's just completely saturated with moisture. But anyway, uh, yeah, so it's been like, um, I think, 17 days since the last episode. Uh, a lot has happened um, in this lame, in this new lame America, um, which I won't talk too much about because I don't really know what to say, um, except I'm, I would, I'm preparing for even more terrible things to happen, but we'll see. Um, yeah, but on to more smaller matters. Actually, speaking of smaller matters, I think besides just kind of trying to vote the right way and do the right things and et cetera, et cetera, I read a thing from that my friend Alec posted about just I think it was Barty Strange the artist saying something about how in these times um one thing you do do is just sort of like um is uh you do things in your community and you think and start small you think you know global or larger bigger picture too but start with your community and go from there uh but anyway terrible times. But in the much less important minutia of neighborhood life, uh, it's been a good good June month here. Um, it hasn't gotten too hot yet this summer, which is kind of crazy. It's been a cool summer, so it's been very comfortable for hanging out. So there's been a lot of backyard hangs. Well, not a lot, but I mean, I've been hanging in the backyard. Um, friends Eric and Debbie and their child Margot came over recently for a backyard hangout an impromptu backyard hangout we ordered pizza uh there's been some stoop hangs uh always fun let's see oliver had his annual doctor checkup which is um his birthday is in march but we just got around to the checkup um, a few weeks ago and it went well this is one of those like checkups like this age nine where it literally is just checking in and he thankfully has no um serious issues at the moment so it's just a vital signs check check this and that here's how he is with his percentages talk to the doctor who has become a friend of ours because he he i think i've mentioned this he coincidentally became friends with my brother and sister-in-law so um our doctor is is a friend also and no shots there's gonna have to be shots in the next six months which oliver is already dreading um and he's concerned about and anxious about but no shots and it was a great quick uh doctor's visit and he was so excited he even he even told the doctor that he enjoyed the visit <laughs> which is pretty funny so um then we walked down court street after that we stopped at my little pizzeria which used to be uh my old fav- favorite pizza slice shop in brooklyn heights um maybe Fascati i liked better but my little pizzeria was just like the good local regular slice shop um then we went to barnes and noble and anyway it was a great great doctor's visit so good job to oliver um 
I guess the big news of the last couple of weeks is that I went to Boulder, Colorado. Um, I dis- I made a decision to go about one week before I went. Uh, my my old friend Jason Pink, um, who was a roommate of mine in college, and I took him to his first Dead show. Um, I think his was that was um, March '93 at the Knickerbocker Arena in Albany. Um, but he moved to Boulder like twenty something years ago, and he's been trying to get me to visit forever, and I never really have, except that Taka Taka played Boulder once, and he went. But um, anyway, he got Dead and Company tickets, and he said, "I've got ex- I've got tickets for you with your name on it if you can get here." And so I said, "You know what? I will." And the flight was like five hundred bucks, which is expensive, but it was also oddly cheaper than it was the month leading up to when I bought the tickets. So I thought if it came down. The price came down. That was a sign I should go. So I did. So I flew out on Friday, June 17th. And um, first thing is, like five days before I flew, the new Delta Terminal at LaGuardia finally opened. So the regular brand new awesome terminal at LaGuardia that everyone's been talking about opened two years ago in piece, in parts. And um, I think it's actually finally fully open. But the Delta portion didn't open until last week. And it is awesome it's a completely new they call it a head house which is where you arrive the um the sort of uh ticketing and baggage and arrival and departure part of um, a terminal is called the head house and it's spectacular it's just you cannot believe you're at LaGuardia it's this huge huge like um TSA security checkpoint area and then just enormous two-story high glass floor-to-ceiling thing so if you know the Delta area at LaGuardia, what it is is this is a brand new building. And once you're through security and you're f- facing this enormous window, uh, to your right, if you walk down that way, is the the old terminal, you know, concourse D. And then beyond that, when they op- with and then beyond that, the final concourse they opened like two years ago, which is at the very edge of the airport. And then if you turn left, there is um, a brand new concourse that opened two weeks ago, which is great. I took a walk through it. It's really amazing. And then to the far west of this area is the old concourse, like C, Terminal C area. So there is of the four arms, four like concourses, there's like the old original one, the old D. Then there's like the old original C. Uh, then there's a brand new one in the old part of the old sea footprint and then there's the one that opened like a year and a half ago over at the far edge of the airport so it's like one brand new one kind of new and two old um but anyway and then the brand new head house yeah it's (laughs) it's really awesome um i love this sort of thing so i was very excited um so yeah i flew to denver flight was three hours delayed because of massive storms all over the east the night before and i kind of felt lucky my flight wasn't just flat out canceled which many were the weather was fine in New York, but there were issues everywhere else. So flew to Denver. I've never been to the Denver airport that opened in 1990. Was it seven or something or six? But it replaced the old Stapleton airport. But um, yeah, it was good. I was, I was happy to finally see Denver, the airport. Um, it's very nice. So upon arrival, I met up with my friend Jason's younger brother, Mike, who I knew in college. He was two years younger than us or three years uh he was coming in from chicago so we shared a car which is like 46 miles from the denver airport to boulder and then 
my friend um, lives actually in the mountains west of Boulder. So it's like an extra 15 minutes drive from Boulder into the mountains. But he has he has this beautiful house way up with a spectacular view. You can even see the airport from his house. Um, you can just see forever, really. But you can obviously see the Del- Denver skyline. It's amazing. Uh, so went to the shows, which are at Folsom Field at the University of Colorado in the center of Boulder. Uh, first night was a pretty good show. Second night was a fantastic show. And uh, it was just really great to be in another part of the world. <laughs> uh, so different from here. On the Saturday, which was show day two and my second day there, met up with uh, my friend Jeremy, who used to live here in Cobble Hill slash Carroll Gardens and moved to Colorado like six years ago, I guess it is. And um, we got subs at no, at Lolita's and ate outside, and then we got iced coffee at Spruce Confections, all both of which are on the western end of Pearl Street. And then I went to a party, a house party, after I said my goodbyes to Jeremy, went to a house party with my friend's friends, and uh, it was kind of amazing just meet all these random Boulder people. And then went to the show. So the oddest thing happened on Friday night at the first show. Um, you know, I had some, uh, had some, uh, I sampled some spliffs that were being handed around and I had some Coors Banquet beers and, uh, we had a beer when we got home at the end of the night. So it was a long night and a long day of travel and I'm, you know, whatever. The next day I woke up feeling slow, but had a lot of coffee and water, um, and then went for a hike up another, like, 800 feet <laughs> and uh like an hour long 800 feet elevation hike and feeling fine i was mindful of the altitude i didn't know what to do except like expect something to happen but anyway when i met jeremy my friend a couple of hours later this is at like 1 or one thirty in the afternoon i've never had this happen to me before but out of nowhere a hangover hit me um didn't hit me in the morning like normal hangovers it was just like I was feeling fine one second, and then out of nowhere, this wave of hangoverness came over me as I was sitting there, and it was the oddest um, phenomenon. But anyway, I asked around, and it was I was told that is a very common alt- altitude thing to happen to us um, people that aren't used to it. So crazy. Uh, so bear that in mind if you ever go party in the mountains. Um, so yeah, second night of the dead show was fantastic um we were up close on the floor my friends are the type that will talk to everyone that's standing around them so i kind of did too so i met a lot of people that had traveled a lot of people from boulder um it's just fun to be in another part of the country and talking to random people so that was great uh then I drove the car home because uh, second night because I was uh, I took it easy the second night so I I drove the car home and it was fun to drive through the mountains <laughs> and then the next day just flew home with nothing uh, no issues flying home and I took the subway from JFK because because uh, I was solo and it's easy to take subway and faster usually um, if you're alone but the Uber and Lyft prices were insane um, a Lyft. I mean, it was something like $100 from JFK. Oh, and by the way, I randomly checked Lyft from Boulder to the Denver airport, and it was $220 on Sunday morning. Uber ended up being like 90 My friend picked it up, but still. I mean, that was, that's expensive, but also more in the realm of you know realistic expectations. But 
Yeah, it's just like yet another example. There's prices are going up for everything. It's just um, it's just this ripple effect. Uh, my little canary in a coal mine is that I like to buy these twelve packs of seltzer at Wegmans, and they used to be like two dollars and forty nine cents or fifty nine cents for a twelve pack of Wegmans branded seltzer, and a month ago they went up to like three forty nine, which is obviously still fine, but um a like nearly 50% increase um, overnight is just kind of a an indicator, I would say, of things. But anyway, um, that was my trip to Denver and Boulder, and I'm glad I went. <laughs> and thank you to my, my, uh, my friend Kara, the day I bought the ticket, said, I think you should go on a vacation. And I was like, I think you're right. <laughs> so I went, and I'm glad I did. Um, let's see, what else? Well, this is the uh it's been the end of school this past couple of weeks and today is the last day of school here in new york city and i'm happy for oliver because he is happy to be out of school but also i think he actually legitimately understands that he's achieved something by finishing a grade he's finishing third grade and i tell i walk him to school every morning and i told him how much i i always say i this is my favorite part of the day is walking you to school and today we were walking and he said, are you a little sad? And I was like, yeah. And he said, is it because your favorite thing is walking me to school? And I was like, yep. And then a minute later, out of nowhere, he just said, I just can't believe it that school is over. And it's funny to hear him say that because he doesn't make observations like that. It's not in his nature to observe kind of like these step back and look at it big picture moments. And also I haven't heard him use those exact words before, but he's consuming so many like movies and TV and YouTube videos and books and um, reading things that I feel like he's like all of a sudden processing other people's like, you know, conversation you read and stories and you hear in TV. And then he just is blurting them out for the first time. It's amazing to um, observe. So anyway, yeah, last day of school today. Um, Let's see, over the weekend, we went to the Museum of Natural History, which we hadn't been to in like three years. And uh, ostensibly to hang out with friends of Julie's that were visiting from in town, former New York people. And that was fun. And we went to the Hayden Planetarium, which I had never been to. Uh, I've been to the Museum of Natural History many times, but never in the planetarium. And it was our second planetarium in a month because we went to the Franklin Institute in Philly uh, last month to that planetarium. The Hayden Planetarium is a little nicer, but I like all planetariums. And then afterwards, we got pizza on Columbus Avenue. I got coffee at About Coffee on like 82nd in Columbus. And then we went up to the family house in Saugerties for one night. And that was a lot of fun. And sadly, the pool was out of order because of some algae murkiness situation, which was a bummer for the kids. But what can you do? But it was just fun to get up there and hear all the sounds of nature and drink a Wild East beer, which I bought before we went up, and um, just listen to all of these frogs i guess frogs are mating or something right now it's this incredible endless honking that literally is non-stop for like 20 the 24 hours we were there it was non-stop frog honking that we thought it was geese and ducks but we were told um at the Socrates lighthouse that it's um they were frogs crazy very noisy in the catskills right now um and that's it here we are last day of school Whew. okay um, movies. I saw a movie on the airplane. 
movie I've been wanting to see for a year. It's called Come On, Come On, starring Joaquin Phoenix and Gabby Hoffman and this nine-year-old kid whose name I can't remember, and it is so, so good, directed by Mike Mills. Um, he's a buddy of the Nationals, and Aaron and Bryce uh, Dessner did the music, and the music I'd already listened to, the soundtrack, which is excellent, an excellent score, but the movie is so, so good, and it's so heartwarming, and if you have a nine-year-old kid like I do, oh my gosh, it was amazing to see. Um, so, Come On, Come On is excellent. TV, still watching the kids in the hall. It's amazing. I think it's possibly better than the original. Um, finished Obi-Wan Kenobi, and I thought that was great too. Um, all of these Star Wars TV shows, I feel, are, are just kind of missing something, some sort of gravitas, but um, it was still good. This Obi-Wan I thought was very well done. And music. Here are the albums I listened to recently that I can remember. Um, let's see. Steve Reich has, there is a recording of um, Reich Richter, which I guess was a piece that he never wanted to be recorded. It was meant to only be ever performed live, but I guess they've now got a recording. It's by, done by a group from Paris called the Ensemble Contemporain, uh, like the Contemporary Ensemble. So yeah, Reich, uh, Steve Reich, Reich Richter. Um, let's see, I listened to the new Elvis Costello album, which is a recording of songs with his first ever band, which was before he became famous. And the album is called The Resurrection of Rust by Rusty. Um, Rusty was the name of this duo. It's Elvis Costello and Alan Mays. And um, it's mostly covers. There's two originals, uh, but it's mostly the stuff that was in their live sets. So Nick Lowe cover, uh, Neil Young covers, can't remember what else covers. But it's very breezy and very good. And if you like Nick Lowe, or obviously Elvis Costello, um, or any of the 70s pub rock, pub rock style stuff like Brinsley Schwartz, etc. It's that kind of thing, and it's really good. Um, Farm to Table, the new album by the, uh, I mentioned him earlier, Barty Strange. Excellent. Um, and by the way, I must pause because if you probably can't hear it, but um, Oliver got this Big Ben app on his iPad, and all it does is play the Westminster Chimes on every quarter hour. And I really like it because um, I went to my high school had a chapel um, in my Canadian British style Canadian uh, private school had a chapel and it played these chimes every quarter hour. And um, hearing them all day every day now reminds me of how I heard them all day every day for four years and it's kind of nice. So anyway, that was sorry for the brief aside. Um, Let's see. Yeah, Farm to Table by Barty Strange. Uh, I think this is the second full-length album by Barty Strange. Uh, he's from, where is he from? Oklahoma or D.C. or something. But he's fantastic, and I guess it kind of sounds like the National, who are his favorite band, but like the more upbeat National stuff, combined with like Prince and Broken Social Scene is how I'd put it. Um, so excellent album. I listened to the new Joan Shelley album called The Spur. Joan Shelley is... Uh, very acclaimed uh, singer-songwriter. And this album, the first couple of songs are very kind of stark. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I'll like this album too much, even though I think it's good. Um, oh, man. But then it's just, it's just builds and builds and has so many beautiful songs that just are so engaging. Um, there's one song that's a duet with Bill Callahan. Anyway, very good. I listened to the new song called Carolina by Taylor Swift because um, Aaron uh, Dessner produced it. 
so I'm always curious to hear that. And our our friend John Lowe mixed it. Uh, and it's great. It's for some movie called Crawdads from somewhere. Um, I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's a very old sounding. I mean, it sounds like it could have been a field recording from 1925. It's just an old, has an old spirit to it. Um, just female sung, obviously. Singer, songwriter, let's like Taylor and a guitar, I think. Um, and maybe some other stuff, but I was just concentrating on her mu- her music and lyric. Um, very good. And I listened to the new Regina Spector album, Home Before and After, uh, just because it was listed there in the new releases. And I thought, oh, I'm in the mood for listening to Regina Spector. And it was very good. It's exactly what you would expect. Um, yeah, and I guess that is it. Don't know what else to say. Um, got the holiday weekend coming up. Got my birthday coming up. Um, so it'll be fine. I hope I make it through. I sometimes get depressed on my birthday, which is um, I try not to do this year. Um, but other than that, yeah, I guess that's it. It'll be a good. It'll be good. I'm gonna good good month coming up. So, all right. Um, remember, uh, just uh, <laughs> keep your head up. Uh, take care of yourself and those around you and your community. And uh, hopefully, see you soon if you are here in New York City. And if you're not, I hope to see you soon anyway. Okay, this has been episode 88 of the Conrad Life Report, Monday, June 27th, 2022, from the window here in Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. Talk next time.